So the Boston Celtics have lost two in a row. Not that big of a deal. Let's not go too crazy. But Joe Mazzulla still has things he needs to learn. He needs to separate himself from the game. I'll explain what that means. Plus, Jason Tatum. Why was he a step behind? What was he doing in that last play? I'm actually going to show it to you right now on the Locked On Celtics podcast. Be ever ready. Recognize the city of champs. Boston, baby, we do what you can. Locked on number 18, Tatum and Brown, J team. Step back, we gon' wet that and slay teams. Of course, the Celtics, who else could it be? Screaming like KG with the Larry OB. Corrales above average, assessing the team status. Best daily pod, no cap, salary matching. Clutch like Bird to DJ, keep John on replay. Primetime, dapping up the truth on the sideline. Raining Jays, how it started, raising banners, how we finished. Locked on Celtics pod, home of the winners. B. Welcome back to the Lockdown Celtics podcast right here on the Lockdown Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. And I'm here for you every day with a free, fresh podcast dropped directly to your device if you're a subscriber. If you're not a subscriber, then you got to find it somewhere on the tweets or something. So just subscribe. It's so much easier to just get it delivered directly to your device on whichever app that you use. Or you can watch the show on YouTube, ring the bell, get notified when I drop a video there. You can hop into the comment section, join a growing community of Celtics fans on that. Thank you for making this show your first listen every single day. I'm John Corrales, former professional basketball player. Now I cover the Celtics for Boston Sports Journal. And dissecting the aftermath of a two-game back-to-back loss, uh, mostly on the Miami Heat, kind of revisiting that here. We'll talk about the the final play again. We'll talk about uh, Peyton Pritchard, uh, options that the the Celtics could have had there against Miami, where I think they clearly – Ran out of gas at the end. I I still, after sleeping on it, I still feel like that is the case. Today's show is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, the official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more with FanDuel. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On today to get started. Let's break things down here with our good friend, whoops, Tom underscore NBA. I, I love it. people on the audio be like, why why did you say whoops? And it's because the video side, I'm like messing it up and Tom's in and out and flashing and whatever. So Hi, I'm Tom. here now. Hey, I'm, uh, how are you doing, man? You oh, awake? I'm great. I'm great. I'm here. I'm still I'm still in Miami. I'm getting I'm coming home, but I was going to I was going to flex again and podcast outside. But it's the wind's blowing about 50 miles an hour out there. So, oh, man, that wind know. out there. I can't. It's so windy. Yeah. It, it, you know, as as a, also. At the uh, here as a in fellow Miami. Miami person right now, yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep, yep. Packed up your family, packed up your house. I did, I did. Yeah, yeah. It's I live a here. Dedication now. to podcast. It's that dedication to podcasting that makes the Lockdown Celtics the number one Celtics podcast in the world. Facts. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Tom. Everybody's like buzzing about this. Uh, the the final play, and there there are just. I don't know if it's social media. I don't know if it's just. This is how people react nowadays. Uh, but the consternation after these losses is is really, really high. And, and all of a sudden, I don't know if it's different people, and I don't look at every username of everybody who's complaining. The people who aren't really upset, they just say, ah, you know, hey, it's, it's a loss. Tough one. You're missing five guys. Literally, 14-man roster, five guys, including Danilo Gallinari, aren't there so you have nine guys left they all played they didn't get the two-way guys no any minutes um 
so let, let's just start there because I, I went on a thing about the minutes after the game and obviously the minutes are are a bit of a problem and I thought that when you played Jason Tatum 40 minutes after playing uh was it 38 against Orlando on the back-to-back and 48 in the last game that he played he did have a day off but still that's it's just a lot of minutes to pile up and 42 minutes for Peyton Pritchard is there was there any sort of thing you think that they could have done differently to maybe get some fresh legs out there uh, at the end? I mean, not without conceding, right? Like not without kind of just saying like, ah, like, oh, this is, this is kind of a throwaway game, which I mean, like, you know, they held a bunch of guys out. I like, you know, like can Al Horford, you know, kind of on that, like, back spasms which is actually kind of like that back-to-back spasms thing you know right. where it's like a low back-to-back stiffness yeah 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 exactly um like you kind of kind of know what the deal is there you kind of know and and like but like apart from like playing sam hauser you know 40 minutes apart from you know just like trimming into these minutes like because jason tatum was excellent for most of the game till the fourth quarter right like the fourth quarter he comes in I thought he looked a little tired. I thought, you know, just kind of the, the heat did a good job of taking him out of the game. But, you know, like without like before that, the Celtics really needed him. The Celtics were, you know, thriving when he was in the game. So short of just kind of turning this into like a genuine schedule loss, I don't really know what else they could have done. I, I think like this was this was always going to be a tough stretch, right? Like that three game and four night situation. And especially when when bodies started going down, guys started getting hurt and, you know, started getting um, just, you know, out for a variety of reasons. You're missing three of your starters and your sixth man. It's it's going to be a tough game no matter what. No matter when what. That's the case. No matter like, what. So, you know, and that's one of the reasons why down the stretch, like how, how can you be very concerned um, like uh, about this? Like, sure, Joe Mazzula, like, Maybe he could have called a timeout. He tried to take responsibility for Tatum, you know, like like for, for that final play. Tatum took responsibility for that final play. Like everybody wants to, you're like, oh, that was my fault. We should have been better. I don't know. Sure, you like you could have been, but you were also missing three starters and your sixth man. Like I, I like this one's okay. This any consternation that's out there, it's like guys, this one's this one's fine. They'll they'll be okay. Yeah, and they, they will be. They, I agree. They will be okay. However, I, I will throw out there that. When I know Joe Missoula is let them play through some things guy with the timeouts, but also Joe needs to adjust. We talk about players need to adjust to certain things. Joe definitely needs to adjust. You've got all these timeouts and nine guys to play. Maybe there's an opportunity when you go into the fourth quarter. I think he had four timeouts going into the fourth quarter. Use them to yes. get these guys a break. Use them when you, you know, there, there's no excuse. I'm pretty sure he lost one. If I don't, I apologize. I'm pretty sure he lost one in the use or lose it moment, right? He didn't he didn't use them all in mm-hmm. the so if you have an opportunity, and it's not like there was great flow to this game. It's not like everything was going great the entire fourth quarter. The entire fourth quarter from from the eight minute mark on, there was things started to 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 kind of derail a little bit but i saw it at the end of the third quarter when victor oladipo hit a couple of three-pointers and hightower hit a three-pointer and all of a sudden the the team that had been shooting in the 20 percent range was starting to hit their three-pointers and i would say joe needs to make an adjustment 
not to call timeout to change the flow of the game, but you got four timeouts in the fourth quarter on a back-to-back third game in four nights and no real options on your bench. Call them more frequently. You know you're going to need – you're going to get two for the last two three minutes. Use the other ones in times where you've got TV timeouts. You know those are coming. Use one somewhere else where yeah. you can get the guys just – just take a second, take a breath, use it at that three, three and a half minute mark. When you get the possession, say, you know what? I'm going to get these guys a minute on the bench, rest their legs. Cause I'm rolling with you guys down the stretch. Is that going to be the difference? I don't know, but maybe, maybe that little bit of rest is what gets Peyton Pritchard a little bit of leg to get one of those shots that hit the front of the rim to actually go in. And if one of those shots goes in, that changes the entire flow of the game. So I'm not making this into a Joe timeout thing and a strategy, but I am saying adjust because you know you've got ways to get these guys rest. Use every possible tool you have to get these guys an extra minute here or there to maybe help them finish out the game. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that completely. I'm my, my point was about the strategy of like that last minute where, you know, everybody was was so upset about the Tatum play, like call a timeout. Don't call a timeout on that one. If you're going to call a timeout on that one, I would posit that more so than calling the play, because your play is probably going to be for Tatum anyway. The point would be what you were saying, right, is, is get them that rest, get them, yeah. give them. OK, yeah. like you've got like it's the final minute. Um, but and that could happen anytime in the last minute. But I yeah, to your point, though, I mean, just purely for getting legs that. That I think is is where there definitely needed to be an adjustment. That's where I think we needed to see, um, you know, just just kind of a little different strategy. So, um, yeah, I, I agree with you there. But I do think that on the final play, um, call a timeout. Don't call a timeout. Strategy wise, I think. Yeah, you know, it's it is. What I'm it actually is. I'm okay. I'm actually okay with how the final play played out. But we'll we'll let's let's take a second and talk about that. We'll talk about Jason Tatum. We'll talk about Tatum operating with uh, a little bit of. Uh, fatigue, because that's, that's I think, a part of an interesting conversation. That's coming up next. First, today's show brought to you by FanDuel. We're really excited to have our new sports betting partner for Lockdown because it's the number one sports, po- uh, sports book in America. FanDuel, uh, we're the number one podcast network. Got to have the number one sports betting partner. So if you're new to FanDuel, that's fine. That's even better, actually, because they've got a lot of great features that make betting on sports fun and easy. You're a new customer. Join today. Get started with $150 in free bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. All you have to do is sign up at FanDuel.com slash locked on. FanDuel has all your favorite bets from the money line to the sport point spreads, the player props, Plus, you can even combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with the same game parlay. The uh, the Celtics on FanDuel are plus 390 to win the championship. Uh, number one by far here. Uh, the Bucks are plus 550. The Nets are plus 800. So the Celtics, if you're looking to bet on the Celtics, they're still the, the favorites there at FanDuel. So it's all all of this is on an app that's safe, it's secure, it's super easy to use. So don't miss out, place your first $5 bet to get $150 in free bets, and it doesn't matter win or lose. It's all there at fanduel.com/lockedon. Make every moment more with FanDuel, the official sportsbook partner of the NFL. We just ask you to please gamble responsibly. 
Thanks for making Locked On Celtics your first listen every day. You can make Locked On Game to Game your second listen. It's right there on the Locked On NBA feed. So if you're listening to Locked On NBA, you see Locked On Game to Game in your feed and you wonder what's that. It's each side of the story. Each host gives their take on what happened on their in their game. So check it out. You get a real good sense of what happened last night in the NBA. It's all right there on Locked On Game to Game. You can also find the show on YouTube. Let's bring Tom Westerholm back in to discuss the last... I keep saying the last play, but it's not the last play because yeah, the, Celtics, the Celtics actually inbounded the ball and got a good look for Peyton Pritchard. He was just uh, a little too far away and a little too tired. But man, that thing looked like it was online. And when he, when you could see in his face when he dropped down, he knew it. He had it. It was right there online, and he left it short um, by about a foot. But <laughs> yeah, it was, <laughs> it was well short. I, it was kind of funny watching him like be that disappointed because I'm like. I mean, you thought that was going in, dude? Like, that was way short. Like, yeah. yeah, but I'm yeah, sure but, I'm sure in his moment, he was, like, so tired. He played 42 minutes. I'm He's sure. so tired. He was just probably, like, giving it everything he had. He's giving that big, that big, strong wrist flick, and he's like, oh, yeah, it's right there. Like, in that slow motion moment, he must be like, oh, yeah, I get to be the hero. Here it comes, winning the game against my nuts. Well, and so. then I hope, I hope in the immediate aftermath of missing it, he got to he he realized like, okay. On the plus side, I've played seventy two minutes in the last uh like in the last two days. Incredible. Now I don't have to go to overtime. Like now I can go home. Now I can, <laughs> now I can go get in yeah. an ice bath and, uh, yeah. and rest up a little bit because, I mean that that dude he played his 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 season high thirty minutes uh, and then played um, his second <laughs> highest minutes of all time. Like that's uh that's gonna he's gonna be cramping up a little bit today outrageous um but but necessary i mean they could have played yeah. jd davison i suppose uh but that, that's that's my, a, that's my pitch man let's get this let's, davison's doing some cool stuff let's get this guy in there he he is but he's doing it in the g league and like yes yes and i don't know man let, let, it, is joe like joe wants to win these games obviously everybody wants to win these games it, there's no there's no level of punt in Joe's coaching ability, he he is go for it on fourth down every every play. Um, he he does not say, "Hey, uh, we call we keep calling him a Brad Stevens clone," but he is very much not a Brad Stevens clone with his minutes distribution. Yeah, uh, and I guarantee you, Brad Stevens would have found minutes for J.D. Davison in that game, uh, win or lose. He would understand, and I I do wonder if Brad and and Joe are going to have like some sort of conversation uh, when it comes out of this because, as I said, the the minutes pile up, and they could be trying to say, "Hey, we're just going to win as much as we can, and then we can rest later." But the when guys are out, and you've you've built the lead now in the East, right? You have the pad. You have the pad. Just don't. Don't kill guys in January. And I'm not saying Peyton Pritchard, you know, needs to have his minutes. Right. Right. Limited, but it's, it's impossible. It's impossible. No matter how, what kind of shape you're in to go from averaging what five, seven, 10 minutes a game, getting DNPs to then on a back to back, go 30 and 42. There's no way anybody can have legs like that. You're not bionic. I don't care how young you are. I don't care what kind of shape you're in. NBA basketball is hard. It's very, very difficult. 
basketball in general is hard to do it for that long in back-to-back games. We saw he he did not finish the game well because he just didn't have it. And and I really do believe like if it was Brad out there, not that I'm advocating for Brad Stevens, I'm not. Don't 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 no one no one take this as Corrales is adver- advocating for that that coaching change. No 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 no. I want Brad to mentor Joe Missoula and say, hey, buddy, you can't be playing these guys this many minutes. You got to be willing to put J.D. Davison in the game for five-minute stretches here or there. Give him 10 minutes, and then Pritchard can get maybe 37 minutes or 34 minutes or something just so they could be fresh. Those are the guys that got the shots at the end of the game. They're the ones who needed to to be fresh. Uh, I, I just feel like... Joe gets too caught up in the do everything it takes to win the game. And, and I don't know, maybe that's, maybe that's just a part of his mentality. Like he was always do everything it takes to win a game guy. And now it's spread to him as a coach, which is great in some ways, but also, Hey, it's a long season. You can't, you can't burn these guys out. Well, and especially right now you look ahead, right. And it's like, like between now and say uh march 6th right so like the next like month and a little bit you see lakers nets suns sixers grizzlies bucks pacers sixers again cavaliers knicks again it's like this stretch is tough it's gonna be tough yeah yeah and like but the thing that you can look at with that stretch is you know you talk about building this lead and padding out this lead a little bit let's say you go you know, I, I, I don't know how many games I just said. Let's say, you know, let's say you go like eight and six over the next however many. That's like that will that will you'll maintain your lead like or like maybe not all of it. Teams might catch up a little bit. But if you just you know, if you stay above 500, like, you know, whether it's eight and six, nine and six, you know, with 10, whatever, like you'll be OK. So if you drop a few games here and there because you rested guys, that's that's OK. Like, that's not a big deal. So, I mean you could look at it like, Hey, maybe Tatum's got a, a day off coming up here. Right. Like after, after those two games, maybe the Celtics are going to, I don't know, like let all the air out of his tires before the game to keep him off the floor. And uh, you know, maybe, maybe he gets a night off. That would be great. Um, you know, and, and you can sacrifice some of these losses. I think, th- I think like it is probably hard for Missoula, you know, somebody who probably does still kind of feel like he's coaching for his job a little bit, right? Like he's still got the interim tag, all that stuff. Like, I mean, he's having a great season, but like he still takes criticism on social media. He's still, you know, like all, all these things that are just kind of normal for guys who don't have the interim tag. It's probably hard for him kind of just having that hanging over his head a little bit. So um, I don't know. I mean, I think like I, I agree with you completely. I think like that this this is a really tough stretch for the Celtics and they need to be careful not to not to kind of burn these guys out. And I think, uh, you know, if there is a conversation between between Brad and Missoula, I mean, I, that would probably be helpful for Missoula just to kind of know what the expectations are at this stage, too. Yeah, look, coaches can watch film too and watch film about themselves. Um, yeah, the guy, the guys like Joe Missoula. They like yes. him. He's a very smart guy. Um, as I said on on last night's podcast, he's he's half Italian, uh, Rhode Islander, and I grew up around those guys. Uh, they're all ball busters. So I get I get everything about his personality. I know where he's coming from. Uh, that's why I never take any of his things personally when he when, whenever he gets gives it to me in a press conference. I'm fine with all of it. Um, my my criticism, I guess the best way is was what I just said for him. I think 
he is he has always been win at all costs guy on the floor. Like he is probably the guy that the the you know you know how people say he'll 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 not he'll not your ankles to 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 win a basketball game. You're like he's the guy that would dive through the scorer's table to get a loose ball to save a possession. And that's that's all great, but that's not how you coach. And I think sometimes he gets a little too caught up. We saw it in the in the Toronto game where Al Horford, he said, Al Horford saved my ass for not calling the timeout when Pritchard had the turnover yeah. and Grant was crumpled over. Uh, a little too caught up in the game of saying, like, come on, let's go do this, let's do this, let's do something. He doesn't, he doesn't want to – almost sometimes I feel like he doesn't want to get too involved in, in there, but you have opportunities. The coach is part of the team. The coach is part of the team. And so if it's a timeout, if it's a play, if it's whatever, a substitution pattern, you can't get so caught up that you're ruining guys or or anything like that. You you gotta you gotta be able to separate yourself from the game a little bit. And I think down the stretch, I think Joe Mazzula might have a little a little tougher time separating himself from the game so we can figure out what that what that right play is in the last couple of minutes. I, I teased Jason Tatum down the stretch and and I, I completely derailed. So let's get to let's get to Jason Tatum uh in just a second. All of what I just said plays into the Jason Tatum thing there at the end because it it, it I think the type of turnover that Jason Tatum made there was a tired Tatum turnover. Yeah. I'm going to I'm going to throw something out there, a thought that I had that I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to I'm going to just toss it out to you Tom and you react. Tatum is obviously MVP candidate level player. I don't think there's that much dispute. Some people will dispute it, but you know, cuz the internet and whatnot. But because he's not like Luka or Jokic or 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 even Giannis in the f- terms of like a force of nature, but I think Giannis even struggles with this sometimes. Because he's 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 the guy that worked to get to this level. I think when he gets tired, he loses some of that. And the decision making when he gets tired, he doesn't he doesn't have at this point that little something extra that like a Luca has to to kind of navigate his way through. I'm tired, I'm exhausted, they're throwing two guys at me. I think Luca in that situation still has that. I can still manipulate the defense certain ways. I still have that passing ability. I still have that special playability. Where when Tatum gets tired, I think he loses the special playability and that manipulate ability right now. I think when he gets tired, we saw it at the end of the finals. We saw it in this game. When he gets tired, he makes those types of decisions that, like, when I get tired and I get home and I'm eating, like, I'm like, you know what? Yeah, I'll have half a sleeve of Chips Ahoy because I'm tired and I'm hungry and it's three in the morning. I just got back from work. I right, let's go. These sound good. And it's a horrible decision. And you wake up in the morning going, why did I do that? Because you're tired and you have no nothing inside that says, eh, hold up. I think Tatum, when he gets tired, loses the ability to make some of those those plays if he's that exhausted. Do you think that do you think that's because he, it's like some of those plays are a little bit more natural for Luca, whereas they were kind yeah. of learned for Tatum? Is that kind yeah. of yeah? Theory? I think Luca, when you throw a double team at Luca, I think Luca Doncic at 14 years old knows what to do with a double team. Um, and, and like, uh, like a real double team, not from other 14 year olds, like right, you, you, right, put right. Luke, you put Luca in, you know, where he play Real Madrid 
and he knows how to handle those things. Um, where where Tatum, I think, coming into the league, he he never had that that ability. We had to see that ball movement pulled out of him. You know what I mean? And yeah. so reading reading the play, reading the floor, is tougher for Tatum than it is for somebody who just naturally sees it. And I don't think Tatum naturally sees the floor as a playmaker. He naturally sees the floor as a scorer. Right. And then as a playmaker. Right. But in that situation, Joe Mazzula said, I knew they were going to throw two at the ball. And I knew we we're going to have to get off of that. And we, so I wanted it in Tatum's hands to draw two. And then we can get the open shot. But Tatum didn't see. I keep harping on this. Tatum, after the game, said they doubled Robert Williams' roll to the basket. They did not double Rob's roll to the basket. Rob rolled and it was wide open at the at the free throw line and he kept on going maybe rob should have stayed there yeah. but they did not double rob so he didn't read the floor the right way and i think tatum doesn't read the floor the way he should the way a playmaker does a natural playmaker does when he gets tired he's just i think he gets and i don't want to say flustered because i don't think it's flustered i just yeah. don't think he sees it and processes it in the same time yeah i i think that's a good theory and i i, I like it Partly because if you look at how long it took Tatum to get into that, right? Like it almost looked like he was gathering himself at a time when the Celtics didn't really have a lot of time for him to gather like that. Like he didn't like they. And again, this kind of goes back to the, to the timeout to get him some rest discussion. Like, you know, he gets up the floor. I don't I don't remember exactly how many seconds there were, but it was, you know, it it was probably 10 when he started dribbling like at that at the top of the floor and started kind of going into the play that developed the way it did. So, um, you know, he took a lot of time off the clock. And by the time, you know, by the time they're actually, he, he throws, you know, he gets picked off by, by Hero, there's, you know, three seconds left. So, I mean, like that all kind of comes down to like reading, you know, like like you said, reading the play, being able to see that, you know, that, that Grant is covered in the corner, that Rob isn't covered rolling, that he's got the double team coming, knowing that the double team was going to come, just kind of all of this, like knowing time score situation stuff that does kind of come naturally to a, to a playmaker, but like you said, might not come naturally to a pure scorer who has turned himself into a playmaker. Um, I mean, yeah, like you said, when you get tired, your brain isn't, you know, it, your brain gets tired too. Like it's, it's a, it's a full body thing. So I, to me, that makes a lot of sense um, that, that that's just, uh, and, and I think it's something that he's going to continue to grow into, right? Like we've seen a lot of stuff, you know, from, from Tatum just become very natural, um, over time. But yeah, I think, I think it's, I think it's very plausible that, uh, just tired legs also can mean kind of a tired mind. Right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Look, I, I pulled this up. Um, I'm actually going to do the YouTube, the YouTube special here where, okay. um, we can, you can see what I'm talking about here. Um, so if you're listening, I'm actually sharing the play. I don't get to do this very often. I can't share highlights, but I think when I'm stopping and going, I can kind of share some of what I'm saying. So when you, you advance the ball here, so this is what I'm talking about. Jason Tatum, for people who are listening, has the ball up there on the right side. He's got the double team. Very obviously, Rob is not being doubled, right? Do we all see that? Do you see that? Yes, but I will say, like, I can kind of see what he's saying because Hero is ducking in and uh, Adebayo is at the rim. So it's like, He's not being doubled. He's not even really being guarded by either of them. But like, 
Right. You can kind of see that like they could both drop into position to guard it. But that's a play where see now if I play this through a little bit, I think one of the things that I look at is Tatum Tatum is is going side to side. He's yep. not if you look at the true manipulators of a double team, they go backwards a little bit. I think Tatum here wants to draw the double team backwards. He's going side to side. He's not going back at all. He's he's trying to figure out, okay, how do I can I break this? Can I can I get in between these guys? Can I split this double team? If you're if the play is I'm trying to draw the double team, then he should be taking steps back. So he would be uh moving closer like diagonally backwards so he's more kind of in line with almost the bottom of that that Miami Heat logo. So then Rob when he comes up is truly playing four on three basketball. Yeah. Rob should stay at the free throw line or at the the top of the key. At the top take of the key, a, yeah. yeah. Yeah, take a dribble. So Tatum should be if you're watching on YouTube, you see it, but if you're listening, Tatum's kind of like three feet from the the three-point line, he should be two, three feet back further because if you give the ball to Rob, those defenders have a chance to go back and collapse on him. But if you you step back and then you give the ball to Rob, then he's operating in a spot where that is going to draw somebody. Even though it's Rob and he's not going to – people aren't like thinking, oh, he's going to shoot that. There's still four seconds left on the clock. That's a play where – he can take one dribble, and you've got Pritchard on one side, you've got Grant on the other, and you've got Derek White here. Just read what Hero does. Does he just suck in? You kick it out to Derek White. That's a wide-open three from Derek White. I'll take that shot. But Tatum, yep. because he's not a natural playmaker, his instinct is to go side-to-side, side, break down that, that double team, and now when the other guy steps up, he's kind of stuck. He has to go up into the air and and try to find a play. He's not he's not reading the floor at all. He's not reading the defenders at all. Rob doesn't do him any favors in that play for sure. No, he that's, doesn't. Uh, but that that to me is what I'm talking about. Where Tatum Tatum in his mind isn't thinking what Luca would think, and when he gets fatigued and he can't break down a defense, um, that. That type of scenario is, is kind of the stuff that we saw in the finals when he when he makes his worst decisions. It's kind of like, oh God, okay, that didn't work. That didn't work. Oh my God, I'm running out of time. There's something, and then that's a turnover. Versus calmly yep. like, okay, oh double team. Oh no, I'm being double teamed. Boom, sucker. You know that's that's the. I keep bringing up Luca. Luca has been my my comparison for for Tatum because they're they're in the same kind of like. Uh, length of service in the NBA. But anyway, that that to me is the difference there. And that's why you got to get this guy some rest because when he's right. not fatigued, he can kind of have that more level head. You know, he's not worried about like, okay, let me come on JT, let me find it. He's worried about like let's make this play work. But um and yeah, could could Joe Mazzulla have called a better play? Could Rob have done better there? Right. Yes. Yes. Um, it's, it's not all on Jason, but also like get, get this guy to a place where his legs are fresh so he can make better decisions. Yeah. And I mean, you say it's not all on him and a a big part of that is like, this is, this is why we always say like, like, I think a lot of us in the media are harder on 
Tatum because the the possibilities are so endlessly high with him, right? Where you're using Luka Doncic as the guy that we are right. comparing right. Jason Tatum to because this, he's so good that the Celtics have been putting the ball in his hands and making him sort of the de facto one a lot of the time. And like, like that's a lot of responsibility on a guy. And like, yeah, everybody's kind of hard on Tatum when this stuff happens because the expectations are you are an MVP and like he's been that all year. So it's like, you know, like it's, it's not unreasonable this season to be like, Hey, we, you know, we think you should be at that level. So um, that that's the other thing too, is like these, these things that were like, man, I think Tatum should have, should have backed it out a little bit. And I think he should have been reading this play a little bit better. The reason we think that is because we think so highly of him. Like it's a, right. it's, it's, right. it's a very, uh, right. It, it's uh, with uh, great power comes great responsibility type thing. But also, no, no Brogdon, no and Smart, no, yes, right? No Jalen. So they, they first of all, they could double team him. Yes, they have that option. Yep. And to give Jason the credit now, why, why am I, am I picking on Jason? No, because he, he, he had to make a play and he didn't make the play, and he knows he didn't make the play. And it's very easy for me, you know almost 50 year old dude on my laptop, you know, a day later going like, Oh no, no, no. Let me go. Oh, I got it. I figured it out. Jason has 20 seconds to figure it out yeah. with giant NBA players. So yeah, I understand this. Like in the moment you have to do a lot. These guys are incredibly elite. When we say elite basketball players, it's not that they're just bigger, faster, stronger. They process things that it takes like me, like two days later ago, Aha, epiphany. Like, <laughs> right. Yeah, dude. Right. I saw that. Like, I read that in two steps. Like, so, yeah, I understand all of that. I understand all of that. But, no, totally. He, he should have made the play. But also, this is why you get Brogdon as an extra ball handler. This is why, yeah, March, March yeah. your point guard. And you could have had three ball handlers out there. So it didn't have to be Tatum. And even if it was Tatum, his decision, first of all, the other ball handler would have known where to be. Yeah. And, and, and the other, Thing is, Tatum's decision would have been a lot quicker because he would have had better options. He, instead of saying, I have to be the guy that gets the ball to the guy who might take the shot, I'm the decoy. Side note, he's been the decoy in every closing situation this season. He has, mm. he's, he's been the – every time they've, they've had a play, it's been to Jalen Brown. He had that game winner. He's missed a couple, and this one was also a decoy. Just side note. Mm. Um he would have very gladly been like, oh, here's Smarty. Here's Malcolm. Boom, yeah. boom. But those guys will find the right guy. But he yeah. had to be the guy who found the right guy. So in a, in a real full health scenario, that's not how this would have gone either. Right. I mean, because the other thing is, would Rob have been out there? Or would that have been Horford where the defense would have... That's like, true. Horford would have been like, sucked up. Yeah, he would have been like sucked up to the three-point line because Horford's, you know, shooting like 40% from three this season. Like it... Um, that would have made things a lot easier too. And Horford also another guy who like Rob, like if you get him the ball and the defense does come to him, he can run that four on three really well. So yeah, I mean like the health thing, certainly, uh, I, I, I don't know yeah. if we, have we mentioned that, uh, the Celtics were shorthanded? I feel like, uh, that hasn't come up. Oh yet. yeah. I should mention that the Celtics didn't <laughs> have four of their guys. And... <laughs> uh, yeah, let, let, let's end with this, a starting lineup of smart Brogdon Jalen. Horford and Danilo Gallinari, the five guys that were on the injury report: yeah. Smart, Brogdon, Jalen, Horford, and Danilo. 
that starting lineup, assuming that there's enough of a supporting bench, what seed do they get in the East? No worse than six, right? Like, That's I mean, there's, I some, say, yeah. there's some good teams in the East, uh, but like, no Giving the proper respect, let's just say the Boston is Boston, whatever. You know, um, Cleveland, Milwaukee, like, you know, like the, all these Philly, like, good teams Brooklyn. out there. Philly, Brooklyn, a lot of good teams out there. But yeah, yeah, six, six for sure. No worse than sixth. No worse yeah. than sixth. Better than Chicago. Yes. Better than all those other teams. Yep. That's that's a hell of, that's a pretty good starting lineup. That's a really good starting <laughs> yes, lineup. That's a, that's a team that might be like, yeah, we're six right now, but uh, four seeds not out of the question. Right, that's a, right. That's a good lineup. That's how that not only that's were team, they that's a team that's looking at its first round picks and going, we might have to get rid of some of these at the deadline and pick up somebody because we got, <laughs> we got a little something right, here. Right. Yeah. Right. So. All right. Well, I think that's that's a good conversation it, it, from from the look three games and four nights shorthanded smarts out for another week. Brogdon, hopefully the personal reasons aren't serious. Yeah. Um, and you know, hopefully these guys are back. And but I do think the stuff that we touched on is is stuff that needs to be addressed. I definitely think more than anything, my takeaway out of this podcast is, you know, Joe. As much as I I like the job that Joe is doing and respect, you know, the fact that he's learning on the fly. Yeah, this is. I think he has to learn uh, a little bit more about separating himself from from the game. And just being being smarter about how how he's using things and and keeping guys fresh. And if he if he if he could do that, then maybe they could have stolen this win. So, but hey, they come home. Hopefully they'll be they'll be at full strength soon, and uh, this will be a good home stand. I mean, they're still they're still the best team in the NBA, so yeah. they'll be okay. <laughs> I love I love complaining about the the best team in the NBA. thanks tom for hopping on appreciate you i want to thank everybody for watching for listening i'll be back in boston for the you know snow and oh man i get i get one more hour woe is me one more hour in miami um but uh it's been it's been you know uh, fun to do it from here but good to be home i'm sure the celtics are gonna love being home as well want to thank you for listening, making the show your first listen every day. If you're not a subscriber, please subscribe. If you are, I would love it if you shared the podcast, tell your friends and family and everybody. They should be listening to and watching the Locked On Celtics podcast right here on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.